2: Welcome to this Wednesday episode of Live Mike. Just after one o'clock, one o seven is the time here at KSL News Radio. We're continuing to monitor the arguments delivered by impeachment managers on the floor of the Senate. Uh, delegate Stacey Plaskett still uh, continuing to deliver her presentation. She, the delegate from the United States Virgin Islands, uh, interesting, interesting position that delegates have in the uh, in the House of Representatives. It's interesting they in. Their ability to vote is a little bit different, specifically in the committee, in the committee setting. When votes are cast, uh, they—it's this is this is really how it is. They can cast votes unless that vote would make a difference. If it is a tie, a delegate cannot be a tiebreaker. If uh, a situation like that arises, uh, then the delegate is uh, is stripped of their ability to vote. Anyway, uh, some trivia there for you. And speaking right now, a delegate, the delegate to the U.S. Virgin Islands, uh, a member of Congress, sure, uh, and today serving as a House impeachment manager. All right, uh, we're going to set the impeachment aside for uh, a time. If you have any lingering thoughts, though, please feel free to share them here in the Utah Community Credit Union text line. That is five 7500. While you're texting, uh, you're going to want to weigh in on this question, certainly. The National Anthem. The National Anthem is a, a tradition that you and I have probably lived our entire lives uh, hearing that song, standing for that anthem, and expecting it uh, as we get ready to enter the, the field of sport, right? Before almost every athletic competition here in this country, the National Anthem is played. I can remember when I was in junior high and we would have soccer games, there would be a little boom box or something that would play a cassette tape uh, with the National Anthem on it. And to, to amplify the sound a little bit, I remember the announcer would take one of those megaphones and hold it up to uh, the boom box and push the little button so from the megaphone the National Anthem would play. The National Anthem before sports is, I mean, that's a tradition that I mean, that—that's. How, how do you do anything different, right? It's been the case for almost a hundred years. Anyway, the reason I bring it up is, uh, owner of the Dallas Mavericks, Mark Cuban, uh, a man whose position is far more than just the owner of a, a basketball team. He inserts himself uh, in in all the current events taking place. You'll see him uh, acting as a pundit on the twenty four hour uh, news channels. And in fact, I think it, not too long ago. Uh, Dave and Debbie here uh, had him as a guest on on their program talking about uh, some financial plans he had for our country. Anyway, the reason I bring him up is it turns out that he this season has not been playing the National Anthem at Dallas Mavericks games. Someone noticed it and uh, it has become a headline today that the Dallas Mavericks have not been playing uh, the the National Anthem in its 13 home games uh, up until now. Before the commercial break, I thought that this was a, a going to be a conversation about one individual who had gone astray and was stirring up all of this controversy uh, in an effort to who knows get attention or communicate some point. I, I, I'm not sure, but something very fascinating happened quite literally in the in the last 15 minutes. Uh, I just got word that the MBA has instructed all teams. Well, here, let me read you the statement issued by the NBA's chief communications officer, a gentleman named Mike Bass. The statement reads, uh, "...with NBA teams now in the process of welcoming fans back into the arenas, all teams will play the national anthem in keeping with longstanding league policy." Let me read that again. With NBA teams now in the process of welcoming fans back into their arenas, all teams will play the national anthem in keeping with longstanding league policy. Okay, so that puts Cuban in an interesting uh, position. What does he have to say to that? Well, in response, uh, he said, we respect and always have respected the passion people have for the anthem and our country. I, Mark Cuban, have always stood for the anthem with the hand over my heart, no matter where I hear it played. But we also hear the voices of those who do not feel the anthem represents them. We feel they also need to be respected and heard because they have not been heard. The hope is that those who feel passionate about the anthem being played will will be just as passionate in listening to those who do not feel it represents them. Huh. Honestly, this news is is so fresh and new. That's the first time I've read through that uh, that statement, that response by Mark Cuban to the NBA saying that all NBA teams are going to be playing the national anthem. All right. And, well, he goes on uh, speaking with uh, a publication. Uh, Who did he talk to? Oh, The Athletic. Uh, he said, yeah, we're good with that. Uh, so tonight, as the Dallas Mavericks play the Hawks, Cuban says he's playing the national anthem. Does that excuse him, though, from opting out over the last 13 games? And could this be the start of some movement to cancel the national anthem? Yeah, I use that word cancel deliberately, right? We've got a culture of canceling. Does it now move uh, to the national anthem, the Star Spangled Banner? The Star-Spangled Banner, uh, written by Francis Scott Key back in 1814, adopted as our national anthem in 1931. And even before that, it was being played before sports contests. What do you think? 57500, that's the Utah Community Credit Union text line. What do you think about this decision uh, by Mark Cuban to drop the national anthem for Mavericks games? Now, yes, I, I know that uh, you know he has said that he'll be back at it tonight. That there will be uh, there will be the national anthem played as the Mavericks take on the Hawks tonight in Dallas. But there were 13 games where that wasn't the case, and you wonder if not for the instructions handed down by the NBA if uh, it would be quiet before the game uh, tonight and all those Dallas home games going forward. I'd love to hear what you have to say about that. Is this uh, an isolated incident? Is this story? Uh, has it been told? Is that it? Uh, now that the NBA has made its position known, or at least reiterated, and Mark Cuban has accepted that, do we just forget about this? Uh, or, or is there something uh, more? Is there something we ought to... Uh, pay more attention to or is this indicative of a new direction could you imagine a world a united states i should say where we aren't playing the national anthem before athletics uh, get on the phone let's talk about it 801-575-8255 801-KSL-TALK is the number 801-KSL-TALK pick up the phone give me a call let's talk about the national anthem in sports your call's next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. Welcome back to Live Mike. For the first 13 games of the Dallas Mavericks season, all the home games uh, were played without the national anthem beforehand. A decision made by owner Mark Cuban, uh, really just making headlines today. Not sure if uh, we just didn't notice or who knows. For whatever reason, we're just now <laughs> coming to realize uh, that. Mark Cuban decided not to air the national anthem before uh, home games. And that was when we woke up this morning. That's all we knew. That was the sum total of the story. And I immediately thought to myself, oh, my gosh, we got to see what people think about that. I put a question up on Facebook and uh, circulated the question around the newsroom, had some conversations uh, with some folks, uh, pretty much asking the question, is Mark Cuban right to drop the national anthem from Mavericks games? I'm going to get to those responses in just a moment. And, in fact, Linda is hanging on the line now. We'll speak with Linda in just a moment. But let me give you the update. Since the start of, of this show, in fact, less than 20 minutes ago, I got word that there has been word sent down by the NBA. In fact, the communications officer for the NBA, a gentleman named Mike Bass, said very briefly, with NBA teams now in the process of welcoming fans back into their arenas, All teams will play the National Anthem in keeping with longstanding league policy. Cuban's response to that was uh, boiled down, okay, I'll play it. So now game 14, the 14th home game, I should say, uh, tonight against the Atlanta Hawks will include the National Anthem. And so my question is, why go down that route? Why make that decision? Why opt uh, out of airing the National Anthem? It has, for nearly a 100 years, been tradition to play it ahead of uh, sports competitions on almost all levels. I'm sure you can think of some exceptions, but I can remember, you know, soccer games when I was young. The national anthem being played on the boom box, amplified by the megaphone <laughs> there at Mount Morris Central. Well, let me share Cuban's uh, full response And then we'll go to the phones, texts, and social media responses. Cuban says, this is again responding to the NBA saying, hey, listen, all NBA teams are playing the national anthem. That's the policy. Cuban responds, we respect and all, we, interesting, we respect and always have respected the passion people have for the anthem and our country. I have always stood for the anthem with the hand over my heart, no matter where I hear it played. But we also hear the voices of those who do not feel the anthem represents them. We feel they also need to be respected and heard because they have not been heard. The hope is that those who feel passionate about the anthem being played will be just as passionate in listening to those who do not feel it represents them. Okay, Uh, so there's the response by Mark Cuban. What do you think? I've got some text messages here. Why don't you get on the phone line let me know. 57500, that's the text line, and 801 ksl talk is the number to call to get here on the air. We'll go first to Linda, who joins us uh, with a view on this. Linda, uh, tell me how you feel about this whole deal.
1: I think we need to have the, the the Star Spangled Banner. The people need to realize that that represents the freedom, America, the freedom that they have to play their game. In some foreign states, foreign countries, they probably wouldn't be able to play in And if somebody has a problem with they can maybe write to the senator or whatever's causing them grief and not take it out on (laughs) the national anthem, you know, that's kind of dumb.
2: Well, Linda, you you bring up some interesting points, and I'm grateful to you for your call. Uh, It it is an interesting question. Uh, Those who, uh, you know, at least in the terms that Mark Cuban used, that that group of people who don't feel the national anthem represents them, why then uh, end the tradition for uh, the, the rest of the folks? You know, uh, if you don't feel it represents you, uh, do you, do you cancel it? I don't think so. Uh, anyway, let's go to the text messages real quickly here. And this is a common question that comes up, uh, and it is, why sports? Why do we play the national anthem before sports except for uh, tradition? Well, when you're at an athletic competition, when you, uh, back in the olden days when we used to go to basketball games together, I guess they're starting to pick up a little bit now, but when we could fill arenas and stadiums shoulder to shoulder at all levels of uh, you know expertise, either the pros or at the high schools or wherever you go to, see sports played, uh, you get in there shoulder to shoulder, the likelihood is that you are going to be standing shoulder to shoulder with folks who may not support uh, all of your views. Your morals and your political persuasions may not align. In fact, they certainly do not align. And yet there is uh, an opportunity to be reminded that you all part, that we are all part of uh, a nation above which flies the exact same flag. That's the way I view it. That's the thoughts, those are the thoughts that I have when standing in a setting like that, in an arena or on a field when the national anthem plays. I take a chance to uh, look around and see the other people in the stands and see them there as my brothers and sisters and my friends uh, all getting together uh, to enjoy some sports. All right? We're not there uh, to, to debate. We're not there for anything other than uh, to cheer on the team we support. Let's go back to the phone lines. Mr. Madison calls. Uh, sir, welcome to the program. How are you? Uh, hello? T- tell, me who, tell me who's on the line here. Uh,
1: Charles from Alpine?
2: Charles from Alpine. How are you doing? T- tell me what you think about this whole deal.
1: I agree with everything you just said about the the affiliation where we all come together. But I would take it a step further and say that they call it the National Basketball Association, the National Football League. If they're going to use the word national, why wouldn't you play the national anthem? I mean, mean, to me, it just really bothers me that they they find that this is somehow currently now, after 100 years, this is currently some sort of uh, debatable topic. It's ridiculous.
2: Yeah. Uh, Do do you think that... uh... Some texters say I, we could make that same argument about any gathering, any time people are all together. Why aren't we playing the national anthem then? What's so special about sports?
1: Well, sports, uh, I'm a big NASCAR fan, and I love the patriotism, the flyovers with the, the airplanes and everything. And the, the, the idea that we c- are coming together, like you said, but also that we're one nation. These are teams playing each other from all over the country, and it's, it's just kind of a, a, a common bond. And... For people to to find that the national anthem is somehow disgraceful is ridiculous. I, I believe that Colin Kaepernick started this stuff with kneeling, and it's just gone out of hand. People should if they should love their country. You can't make people patriotic, but you can you can sure make them understand that you're patriotic.
2: Yeah, Charles, listen, thanks for the call. Uh, you bring up an interesting point, and and to answer that question that came. Through via text, uh, you know, we could make that same argument—the the argument that Charles and I uh, were both making together. There, we could say that about any gathering. Uh, well, okay, sure, but sports gatherings are different. They are much larger than any uh, you know gathering for the most part that brings us together. All right, and they probably, they probably are made up of a more diverse group. Uh, of community members than really any other gathering, sports is different. A, a sports gathering, people getting together at the basketball arena or the football field, are not gathering in the same way they gather uh, for for other events. You got that? Uh, that's that's the way I see it. The text messages are flying in right now. If you want to weigh in on this. On this, please five seven five zero zero. That's the Utah Community Credit Union text line. Uh, here's one that says, "Congratulations to the NBA for taking a hard stance on this. Hopefully, they continue this solid front, not allowing political pressure to overturn this decision." I have been a die-hard football fan my entire life, and did not watch a single football game all season. Hmm. I've heard others in in a similar position. I'm not. I'm not in. I don't take that stance. Uh, I was there uh, this past Sunday watching the Super Bowl. I-, I enjoyed it. I viewed it not necessarily as uh, adhering to a certain political view, but an opportunity to get together safely, of course, because of COVID, to get together safely with uh, some friends and family of mine. All right, that's what the that's what sports does for us. That's what it does for me, and I hope that's what it does for you. And when we are all together, I don't think there's anything wrong with being reminded that we uh, do all belong to one nation, Uh, above us flies the American flag. And the national anthem is one reminder of that. All right, quick break. When we return, let's talk about civics education, okay? Specifically, with Representative Jefferson Burton has a piece of legislation which would greatly expand Utah Valley University, adding a whole new school dedicated solely to civics and civil discussion. Why? He'll tell us next on Live Mike.